0: Hi, and welcome to episode 71 of Walk to Work. So last week I talked about uh, step-step versus triple-step in Lindy Hop. And uh, Basil answered and was comparing this to how it works in uh, other dances. And he had uh, kind of additional questions of saying, Oh, I've heard about these terms anchor and prep from uh, swing dancing. Uh, and wonder what those actually mean in that context uh, compared to uh, other contexts, like, say, Salsa um, or um, uh, um, siroc slash Modern Jive. Uh, My impression about these is that... Well, first, um, the two things are unrelated, mostly. an anchor steps or anchor or anchor step, I believe, comes from uh, West Coast Swing. Uh, whereas prep, uh, I know more about and I think apl- applies in all dances, though maybe people uh, think of them differently. So today I want to describe how I think of prep uh, and a little bit I know about anchors. So, we'll start first with anchor. Uh, so, West Coast Swing is kind of a slotted dance. Um, I mean, it is a slotted dance. And as you arrive uh, towards the end of your slot, so like doing a side pass or doing a whip, um, there's an idea of posting. So that setting, the way I've understood it, which might be the wrong way of thinking of it, or a less correct way of thinking of it, is literally where your hand, uh, the hand that you connected your partner with, uh, becomes uh, a post. And so you stop your hand there. And the remaining body movement that you do is going to be stretching away from that hand. And so if you're thinking of like uh, one, two, three, or four, five, or six, the end of the three or four would be that post, and then the five or six would be the movement uh, that moves away from that post. Um, and so that would be uh, the anchor part. And West Coast Swing has a rolling triple step uh, that goes a uh, ball change step. And so if you put one foot forward and one foot back, that back foot can go ball, the front foot can go forward, and the back foot can go step. And you can do that quite smoothly so that your pelvis is continuously moving away from your hand. Uh, And that creates kind of an anchor uh, of the post down and into the ground uh, and stretching away from it. And I believe that's kind of how anchors work uh, in West Coast Swing. Uh, in Lindy Hop it's going to be a bit different because we're, um, less doing posting. Uh, the post is more likely to, to, to travel. Uh, and then the anchor step, uh, might have different properties and doesn't kind of anchor that post into a stable place, but might create stretch, uh, might completely travel, um, might do a variety of things depending on whether you're going to then start the next pattern on eight, on one, on two, or on three. Uh, by the next pattern, I mean the next phase of traveling in, uh, regardless of how you led that traveling in to to, to happen. Uh, so yes, anchor's mostly a West Coast swing thing, uh, less a, a Lindy Hop thing. Um, and I'm not sure whether other dance think of anchors... Uh, In a same or different way for prep. So prep, I think is a really interesting one um, Because I see a lot of teachers talk about prep and I remember being really really excited When I first came across the prep concept when I was first taught this idea of you don't just lead a thing You prep the thing and then you lead the thing. So the prep might be a wind-up sort of if you're going to turn uh, one way, you wind up in preparation for that turn, and then you do the turn. Um, and that's like, oh, that means that you can kind of lead things ahead of time, you pre-lead it, you prepped it, and then the lead can happen, and it does come as a, a total surprise. And then there's this idea that, well, um, once you've actually led the prep, the rest of it kind of dances itself, um, And so you don't actually have to lead through uh, movements, you just have to prep them correctly and they work all on their own. Um, But then you kind of kick the the can down the road because you have to then correctly lead the prep. And in order to lead the prep, what do you do? Do you do a prep to the prep? Um, Like then is it infinite preps all the way down? and I guess my current understanding of it is basically that it is in the sense that um, when when you're so when you 're dancing as a dancer, what you do is always going to flow into the next thing, so you 're always simultaneously doing a thing and prepping uh, in quotes uh the next thing. Every movement is simultaneously its own movement. Uh, and uh, the flow into the, the next thing. I'm not too sure how recording's going to do here because I'm taking a different route and it's kind of noisy. Uh, I guess I'll pause a second and see what happens. So now hopefully a bit better. I'm um, resuming recording away from most sound. Uh, So yeah, and this prep that we have in our solo movement from one movement to the other uh, becomes especially important when um, we're using uh, our body to do turns or to not do turns. Because um, our step kind of has a, um, it has a linear phase uh, which is also known uh, as flight, um, which is the part where the standing leg carries the pelvis uh, forward or sideways or whichever direction uh, through to the to the new standing leg. And then we have a part that is swing and align where from the standing leg, um, our pelvis rotates uh, around that standing femur. Uh, to uh, To catch up with it, and so that means that um, uh, during that phase, because the pelvis is rotating around the femur, you have possibility for rotation, and uh, so there 's this idea that you shouldn 't step and pivot at the same time uh, this rotation this is where the pivot happens, and then this rotation like if you want to. Go forwards, your pelvis is of the free leg is going to that side is going to slide forward compared to the standing leg, and that 's also a slight rotation the action uh, and so it 's going to happen after the swing uh, and is going to be the prep into the next uh, rotation or lack of rotation you do and the reason that one 's super relevant is that so you stay on uh, your right leg, you move the whole left side of your body forward, so the pelvis comes forward, the shoulder also comes forward. This is going to be a preparation for a rotation in the other turn, in the other direction, once you're on the other leg. And so then you keep that preparation for a whole period of flight as you're carried through to the other leg, and then you release uh, the stretch that's uh, from your left side to your right side, and that leads you into uh, into rotation and so that means that the setup especially for rotations but also for lack of rotations actually happens not immediately before but slightly before that and so that's a situation um, where the, the, the idea of the prep happening early is especially important even in solo dancing and then the consequence for your partner dancing Uh, becomes as it's also uh, super important there and so then when when you bring uh, the prep of your solo dancing or the flow of your solo dancing into partner dancing um, I think of it as tracking and matching as a follower when I'm following so that means that I know where my partner's body is in space and I choose to match in a way that's complementary and so I have a lot of choices there but my kind of default one will be to do something that's very symmetrical, so basically kind of the same. And because I'm at the same place in my body, that means I'm the next most obvious thing to do, the thing that I'm most prepared to do following through with the flow that I currently have, is to flow into the next step that my leader is going to step. Uh, And so there's a kind of preppiness here, especially when we're talking about turns, Uh, because uh, the preparation of my lead's body for turns is going to be so much earlier. Turns are often things that are not symmetrical. So it means that maybe as a follower, I'll be turning, but my lead won't be turning. And so that means that my leader needs to uh, set that turn up during the align phase of the previous step, then take a step and then release uh, my rotation. Uh, And it doesn't have to be exactly like that. I uh, like the, the the phases of stepping uh, can be a little bit off and can be mixed in 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 different ways depending on kind of how crisp uh, you, or how natural in scare quotes you want the overall look to to, to be. Um, but that's a particular place where you are literally leading a prep uh, earlier. Uh, but the actual leading of that prep comes from. Uh, Again, the tracking and matching real-time. So you don't need to prep the lead of the prep. You just need to flow into it. Uh, But then you flow into preparing a turn, doing that alignment. Then you take the step, and then you release uh, the alignment into the swing, and you get the rotation. Uh, So there's certain kinds of prep there uh, that are um, kind of very anticipatory prep. The, 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 the converse danger, especially once we start thinking of, oh, what do you do before a, pre- a turn, you prep the turn. What do you do before a step, you prep the step. Um, is that we start doing things in our bodies that are not for the purpose of dancing, not for the purpose of flowing from one place into another, but exclusively for the purpose of preparing. Um, and when we do that, we get kind of over-exaggerated preparation. And it means that in our own bodies, whether we're leading or we're following, the way that we carry that over-exaggerated preparation into the next movement uh, has a certain amount of artificiality about it. Uh, And the more uh, we're into doing the prep, like uh, going down into the ground and bending our leg to get power to push into the step, the more uh, difficult it's going to be to actually lead and follow and the more difficult it's going to be to dance because what we're doing doesn't actually flow into the next thing. It's an exaggerated, an exaggerated version of what we need to flow into the next thing. And then because it's exaggerated, um, it means that I deliberately have to think about it in my body as a leader to do it uh, so as to do the exaggeration and it can become a bad habit Um, And it can become an additional, I'm doing something to lead uh, in places where nothing actually needs to be done. Uh, And then when I'm following, that's kind of the same thing. So I do this exaggerated thing and I'm ready to do a really huge thing. And then the thing turns out to be tiny. And probably I can anticipate this is going to be tiny. Like if I do a prep for a small jump in the air, it's probably quite rare that I actually do a jump in the air. And so probably that's just going to be a little bit of a skip. And so I know how to interpret the exaggerated prep to only do what actually happens. But it it kind of doesn't make sense. Uh, And that's when I start to have to again, instead of letting my body uh, just track and match, I have to involve my brain in it and be like, oh, that is a prep for a turn, so now I'm going to turn. That is a prep for taking a step forward, so I'm going to take a step backward. and then I have to overthink it, and the prep becomes a kind of signal. Uh, and probably I've ranted in the past about how I don't really like signals. Um, so, yeah, prep is super important. Uh, and one of my issues uh, with uh, prep is that um, it's easy to overexaggerate it, it's easy to turn into a habit that you can't get rid of as you overexaggerate it and it's easy for it to slide into signaling and prepping through arm leading instead of prepping through body leading which isn't necessarily a, a a bad thing but then just sort of the more you get away from dancing uh in your own body uh the more difficult you make it to do the lead and followy thing uh as opposed to make it quite effortless uh, and simple um and I think that's pretty much me on uh, anchor and, uh, and prep. Um, this means that I focus relatively little on prep in classes because I think that if we focus on dancing with our bodies, uh, the prep will happen quite naturally. And so it's very rare uh, until we reach a certain level of dancing that I'll need to actually involve prepping. Um, unless it feels like things are happening kind of last minute and uh, the prep in the body is not happening. Uh, and people are kind of uh, feeling like they're not dancers yet, and so they're not brave enough to dance it. And then I'll be like, "Oh, okay. So we actually need to set up this movement in our body ahead of time. Uh, this is a prep, and then from this prep, you can um, your partner will is your partner's body is also ready to do that turn. And yeah, I guess that happens especially in asymmetrical moves uh, like uh, follower turns, but lead doesn't turn. But the other way of doing that is to be like, okay, you put everything in your body as if you were going to do a turn and then you just bail the turn. You don't do the turn, but your partner has done the turn, uh, which is kind of another way of getting at the the same thing. Uh, And I really don't know much about anchor steps as you've seen. So if people actually do know things about anchors, uh, please let me know. If you have different views on prep, uh, let me know also. Maybe it works differently in different dances. I kind of have, I'm still on my everything works the same in all dances because it's dancing and it's partner dancing, uh, but I know that I'm kind of a minority in thinking that. Uh, let me know in the comments. I will see you next week. Until then, take care.